No, you're fine. You're fine. I yeah. What happened? What'd you do? I didn't do anything. You did something. No, I didn't. You're starting to freeze. You're freezing. Am I freezing? Yes. Can you see me? Yeah, you're moving now. Okay. But you know what it did? Once I hit record, it jumped into a whole different thing. Oh, is that what we're doing now? Yeah. What's all that light coming from? What is that? I'm opening my blinds so I can. Are you calling on the spirits? Is that what's going on here? <laughs> I'm not trying to get you. you know. Morse code on the blinds. Exactly. Oh, it got bright in there real quick. Holy shit, it does look hot out there. Anyway, in uh, New Mexico, right? Texas. We're not supposed to tell people where you live. <laughs> now all these peeps are going to come looking for you. You mean Minnesota? Yes, Minnesota. And I'm from South Dakota. <laughs> <laughs> it's an inside joke Alright, so people yeah. are already coming in They're hearing two voices They're listening to us And we like to welcome you to this new show That we're bringing to Raw Live Unedited um, I had this idea Where uh, We can get together on a podcast And just talk freely about anything That came to mind And this is pretty much the show That was birthed out of that night I met someone who I thought and come to find out was super fucking interesting and i'm like i need to have her on this fucking show she's hilarious she's fucking awesome she's a badass uh first let me introduce myself if you don't already know listeners of raw live know who the fuck they're talking to already but we might get a whole new set of audience who don't know the hell i am so my name's adrian also known as ao mr big geek only if you're nasty that's on ig go look for me there um, but I'd like to introduce you guys to someone new. This is her first turn at podcasting, and I think she's going to fucking kill it. Lindsay, won't you say hi to everyone? <laughs> hi. I'm <laughs> so awkward now. But no, yes, hi. Hi, I'm Lindsay. Um, this is my first time. First timer here. Yes. Oh, I love, love first timers. It just it brings out a different kind of animal in me. But this is something that uh, when I reached out to you and told you, hey, I'm working on something. I have this idea. I want you to be part of it. What'd you, what'd you think off the bat? Give me your, like, for real. I, when you first said, I was like, okay, yeah, let's see what happens. And then as we started progressing, and I kept, you, I kept saying, like, are we really doing this? Like, is this really happening? Like, even <laughs> But like, uh, not only that, you've been told before, hey, you yeah. should be doing something like this. You should yeah. start a blog. You should be. And now that is, there's there's a good reason people tell you that. And I told yeah. you this when I met you. You do have the gift of gab. You, you're a talker, right? And you can hold your own in a conversation. Not in a bad way. You look like you want to slap me right now. <laughs> I mean, the, for the people who are listening to the audio, she made a face that if I was in front of her, I probably got popped in my head. Um but anyways, I just knew that you, you could tell when someone can be good at something like this. And me, I've been doing this for, shit, seven years at this point now. I just knew. So what we did, I had a, a, a setup. I had, Lindsay, you know, create your Skype account. Let's do a meet and greet and see how we go from there. What would you think when I when, when we, I first brought that to you? What would you think? Um, I think I thought people still use Skype. Like. <laughs> Skype is still a thing. That's what okay. You said. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I was like, um, all right. Let me uh see if I can pull that out. Yeah. So made an account. Found out that I already had an account. Yes, you just forgot <laughs> like, about it, right? That was like 2006, Lindsay. Like oh, heavy yeah. lip gloss, 
uh, side swept bangs. I still need to see proof of that. You've said oh. that. I haven't seen proof yeah. of that. I want to see. Bangs, Lindsay, was not. Was no, not was a not the thing. business. That was, was not, not business. And at the, she was at the not it. She no. had no clue. She wore two flip gloss. <laughs> I mean, her eyebrows were super thin. She she oh, was she not like it. I'm glad. She sounds like a good time to me. She sounds like a good time. <laughs> she so she was anyway, a good time. She had too many good times. Yes, we had this meet meet and greet just to see, just to fill each other out, right? That's what you want to do when you want to start a show like this, just to see where you would be. And our little meet and greet, which I thought we know maybe it lasts a good 10, 15 minutes. Um, Lindsay, tell the people, tell the audience what, what happened that day. It turned into four hours. <laughs> four hours. It was, we laughed, we cried, Oof. we argued a little bit. We, we talk shit. Talk shit. shit. Like, we thought we saw a ghost. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Turns out it was just my mom. But, mother back I there, mean, yeah. but. Uh, yeah, it was we like I said, we had a whole freaking relationship in that four hours. Yes. There was ups, there were downs. I mean, it was, but it was good. It was good that, conversation. I haven't conversated with my whole family in the last four years. And, you know, I've never talked to them that long in, in fucking forever, it feels like, right? And we just made this connection. We didn't even realize how long we were talking. We were just talking. And one thing just went from here to there. We related on so many things on so many levels that... And it was all natural, organic. Nothing was forced. And I'm like, holy shit. And I'm like, yeah, I I found the person I want to work with. I want to do this show with. This is this is her, you know. And and this is who I want to do this with. And uh, I knew that a hundred percent. Fucking, I don't know when in that conversation. And I asked you, would you like to do this with? This is something I feel you would be great at. And where were you at that point? Well, at that point, it was just supposed to, you were just supposed to help me like, get started <laughs> or you were just supposed to give me some pointers on how to do a podcast Yeah. because you were like, have you ever thought about doing a podcast? And I was like, no, like it's, it's too expensive, blah, blah, you know, you're like, no, let's have a call. I'll talk about it. Let's see. I'll let, let me show, tell you. You're right. Yeah. You're right. You were supposed to, it was supposed to, yeah. you were just supposed to tell me how you did it. Yeah. If you were not interested in doing something on your own, let's see if we could do something together. And that's exactly what this turned out to be. Yeah. You were just right? supposed to give some pointers, yeah. And then it turned into this whole thing. And it was like, oh, my God, are we really doing this? And yes, yeah. we really are. And um, thanks to the great people here at Raw Live and Unedited, uh, everybody behind the show, um, I think what we're going to bring you guys um, that you guys are going to love. Even the new people who are listening to this, hearing my voice for the first time, obviously hearing your voice for the first time, I think we have something that's really going to work. And I'm really excited about this. And I got to tell you live in front of the people who are listening, you know, I want to tell you, thank you. Thank you for going on this new adventure. Thank you for having that trust, that willingness to jump into something new. You you have big balls there, you know. People just don't come out of left field and you're like, you know what, fuck it. I'll, I'll ride with you on what the fuck this is, but let's do this. But you have that attitude. And I think that's what really, really connected us even more. And um, I'm excited. I don't know how you feel about it, but I'm super excited about this. I'm excited too. A little nervous, but little, yeah, a little nervous. I'm, at, I'm you'll, you'll sweaty in places. Off. I didn't know you could sweat, but <laughs> you know what? People okay. are gonna now start asking to see the video part of this. Good thing I could say that because you're really gonna see she is a wreck. No, she's not. She's fucking killing it right now. So yeah, that was. And this is something we we talked about, Lindsay, you and I about that 
So that conversation we had, that four-hour marathon, that fucking relationship, as you call it, which is fucking I 100%. Uh, I recorded three and a half hours of that because half hour in, I'm like, this is too fucking good. We Let me see if I can. But we got, we let a lot of personal shit out. We let a lot of things that maybe a lot of people don't know about us out. And we were telling, it was like basically like, oh, you went through that? You oh, hold my beer because here, here I come with this, right? And like, oh, yeah, well, hold my beer. Here I come with this. And we were just like, it, it was fucking crazy, but it felt good to be able to tell someone that you haven't been able to tell anyone, you know, and it, it just felt right. And like I said, that connection we built is just, man, I can't explain it. But, you know, we talked about this pre-show. This is where I'm getting at that. That is a recorded show. There's three and a half hours of, of you and I just going off about all these things. You know, shit we're pissed about. Shit we, we fucking love. Stuff that we just, I don't know, man. That conversation, which you and I have both heard at this point now, um, it's it's something that if you guys heard it, like you're not ready to hear that. And it's 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 something that's important to to us to Lindsay and myself it's it's we're gonna hold that close to our chest we're gonna hold on to that and if we ever decide to release that release that as a prequel or as a bonus episode we might do that we might give you guys a tease of of some of that but like i said a lot of stuff came out that we probably don't want people to know about but that's that's fine we were able to tell each other this and um I don't, how do you feel about that Lynn? um well yeah, there was some, I mean, even when I listened back to it, like, uh, there's parts where I, like, I'm crying in there, and then I started crying again listening to it. it, like, yeah. yeah, and I'm like, oh my god, it was a big, like, therapy session, almost, it like, with, minus the therapist, it was just, like, <laughs> <laughs> minus the actual therapy, like, it was, it just felt really good to, like, just let it all out and be done, and I think it was a real, it was great, because it was, like, wait a minute, like, you're just like me, almost, yes. like, it's crazy, like, yeah, it's, it, it really kind of made me feel like this is what they mean when they say that you found like your person, not like, yeah. in the, like, not in like a romantic sense or like, like, like yeah, because that's exactly where these motherfuckers are going to go with that. I already know it's these not guys. like that, like your person, like the person, like exactly like, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. Like your person, that person you can like call and just say this, what happened. And they're not going to be shocked by what you have to say. They're just going to be exactly. like, got it. Understood. Understood. I, there we it. go. We yeah. understood each other. I don't, I don't need, that's one thing is like, I don't need people to say like, oh, I'm so sorry. Like fucking right there oh, with you. You know that, like, I'm sorry. Uh, you'll be okay. You're, I'll pray you're for my, you. You're in my prayers. I don't need your fucking prayers. I don't know what you're going to pray about me. Like, don't do that. Don't say that to me. Like, I don't know how you're going to pray. I don't know who you pray to. Don't pray for me. Say, you know, save that for everybody else. Like, I, I can pray for myself. I can do what I need to do for myself. Like, I just need to be heard. I just need to let this out. And I just need you to hear it, absorb it, and be done with it. Like, I just need somebody to share this with me so I'm not in this by myself. But I don't need you to feel sorry for me. I don't need you to treat me differently afterward. I just need you to listen. And a lot of people can't do that because I guess exactly. somebody, unless they've kind of been through, like, exactly. been through it also. And What's you that line? I, like, it was right there. Wait, what's that line we, we what movie was that we talked about split what's that line we fucking said um you're you're broken the broken so, people or what the fuck how the hell are we not involved something there like you that go. there you go 
and they understand each other more some some to that level right and i think that's what it was because listening back to that and i know this is just a huge tease guys we're sorry but this is something that this is something that's for just us it might be for you later that's something we'll decide on that's something this is it's real fucking personal i i think it really is man listening back to that there was times like i can't believe i said that but it's not like I couldn't stop myself. It's just I felt like you would understand. And you did. And you did. You know, I think that was the most important thing I got out of that. Is that we understand each other 100% and And like I said, I know this is just a tease to those listening. But it was a great experience for both of us, I, I think, I believe. And that's something that her and I can... Uh, you, you and I, excuse me, I'm talking to the audience, but now I'm talking to you, I'm looking at you. We can re- revisit whenever we want. And I even told Lindsay prior to this, you know, when we started recording, um, that if something ever happens to me, God forbid, something ever happens, if I disappear off the face of this earth, she has my permission to release that because then people will see that side of me that they don't know about. But me being gone would probably, you know, be better. I'm, I'm saying this, talking out of my ass, maybe I'm just saying that. But I gave her permission. She has. We both have. Um, we we both uh, look into this file, and we both have access access to it. So if something never happens, she has my permission to release that. So if that happens, don't be mad at her. I'm telling you guys, like I told her, I want people to know, and this is how they're gonna fucking find out uh-huh. if that fucking happens. You know. <laughs> Enough about that. That's just our whole meet and greet. That was a, a wonderful thing. It was great. Um, a lot of a lot of sad shit that came up, a lot of great things, but we we found each other, right? I want to say we, and that's what the most important thing is out of that too. That and we understood the fuck out of each other, and now we have this. So hopefully you guys are ready to take this journey with us. Uh, like we said, we're we're excited, man, and we'll go from there. Lindsay, yeah. you got anything else to add to that? Um, no, I don't think so. I think you like covered it all. I mean, that okay. was it. That's it. That's how we met. Done. And that's pretty much it's done. And now this is happening. And this show that we're bringing you is called We're Not Strangers Anymore. And this is a funny thing that came out of that conversation. And I got to give Lindsay 100% credit for that. I, I will do that because this, this is hers. And it came out of the conversation we had, right? Because uh, we had a whole joke about the whole Forrest Gump thing and yeah, he doesn't want to get on the bus, and the lady explained, "Well, this is a bus to school. Like, what the hell are you doing?" Kind of thing. And then, you know, the whole—if you guys ever, for those people who haven't seen Forrest Gump, like, what the fuck? You've been living under a rock. Come on, you know, it's, it's streaming everywhere at this point, right? Uh, you probably even see that scene on YouTube. That's what the kids do these days. Just there's go a whole meme about it. I think yeah, there's memes about this, right? So, you know, the whole hey, well, I'm Forrest Gump, and I'm the, you know, whatever. They introduce each other, and they're not strangers anymore. That's the experience we had. This is a show we're bringing to you, and hopefully at the end of this, we won't be strangers anymore. And that's yeah. to the audience. Yes. So, good. All right, now there's a couple of things that I really want to dive into. Uh, we're pretty much going to cover things we, well, I want to go at it in some ways. And it might change next time we record. It's just there's some shit that I really want to talk about this week, and I want to know how you feel about this. So, <laughs> people obviously know me. They know I'm a huge Dodger, a huge Dodger fan. You know this by now, right? Yeah. I'm like, you, whenever you need me, talk to me, talk, you know, text me, call me, whenever. Don't do it when there's a day, unless you're in danger. Don't do it when there's a Dodger game on, right? I will scream at people. I, I won't. I'm not really a dick like that. Or am I? You don't know. Don't find out, though, right? Um, right. So the Dodgers are in the playoffs. They made it 
past the wild card game. They're uh, they're, they're playing the Giants right now. Uh, two games have passed. They're one and one. I'm going to the Dodger game tomorrow night. Right now, this is why I'm bringing this up. Have you been vaccinated? Lindsay, yes. Real quick. And this is because of your profession, I'm thinking, right? Because because of what you do for a living. Um, or is that, that a choice you made? That I'm just it's just a choice I made. Also, I have a a little child that cannot be vaccinated, so. Okay, so you're just being careful. You just thought it's the best thing for you to do. Did you have any concerns when you did this? At was this a while ago? At this point, was it mid pandemic um, or? Please, um, I don't remember when I did it. Honestly, but it's it been was, a while. It was, been a while. It's not been a while. It's probably been a couple months. God, now I'm trying to think when I did it. No, but, but this is fine. I mean, I did do it. I did get it done. Um, and that was just my personal preference. I mean, I've gotten all my other vaccinations and whatnot. The booster and, and whatever comes with it and all that, right? I didn't get any boosters. Oh, okay. I just got two. I didn't get a booster or anything like that. I mean. Okay, I mean, now this is what's funny about this. When we first talked in that that four hour therapy session we had, and I, we decided, you know, we're gonna move forward with the show. And I told you that coronavirus is probably something we're not gonna touch because it's all over the fucking place. People are worn it out. But I'm bringing it up for a fucking reason, and and you're gonna understand. Something like that. Hold on, we'll yeah. get there. We'll get there. I'm, I'm more. I'm right now. I want to talk about when you took when you got vaccinated. Were there concerns? Did you have doubts? Were you? Or are you like, dude, this is what I got to do to keep myself and my family right. I'm going to fucking do it. I'm not going to question. Like, where were you mentally, like, going into that? I did it um, also because, well, my main, I did it, but I mainly did it um, because I actually had to watch my favorite person in the entire world basically die through Zoom calls from COVID. Wow. So, I mean, that was it was my grandfather, my Che. Um, to know this person who was just so, I mean, I'm going to sound cliche, but if you know my grandfather, the most happy person. I have never seen this person angry. He was always love, always. And he was himself a good vibration, sounds like. Yes. He just was positivity all the time. I mean, from, I, I mean, I'm. From the moment I, you know, I remember early memories of him, always so loving, always just this bright light. And to see him alone at the end of his days, for every everything good he did in his life, for him to be alone at the end of his days by himself, scared, visibly scared, through this, through my little Zoom box, you know what I mean? And and to see him like that and to not actually be there with him. And to have to see him, you know, you could see him slowly deteriorate. First, when he got in there, he was talking normal. He was okay. And then he took a turn. And then he can't hardly, he's coughing. He can barely talk. He's, his, he's, his breathing is labored. To see that, it just, and because, I mean, all because maybe if, maybe if he had gotten vaccinated, maybe he might have, he might have you know, been better off, you know, maybe not. I don't know. But for me, it was like, okay, I'm going to get vaccinated because he couldn't get vaccinated. And because I have this little child 
who can't get vaccinated, like, and I'm always out and about and everything. And I'm the one who does all the shopping. You know, when I go out, yeah. I pick up stuff yeah. and everything. Cause I kept my boys home during all that time. So, so this I was, was like, when the pandemic just hit. This one we're just finding out and everything's brand was, new, right? Well, no, no, no. It was probably like a year later. Cause he, my grandfather passed this past February. Okay. And then I think I got the vaccination in March, I believe. And then I had to go back a couple, couple weeks later. So I did do it. And, and I did it for that, you know, kind of for that, but just because, I mean, it's anything to help my, I did it for my, my mom, who's also older, my son. And just, I mean, I mean, I get a flu shot every now and then. I mean, I, I do everything else, you know, to take care of myself. So I, I, it's just something I did. Um, I know there's not like testing or no long-term testing or anything done, but I mean, shit. I mean, I eat at fucking Taco Bell. I eat at McDonald's. <laughs> There's no fucking. Sorry. And then I'm gonna all of a sudden get high Sorry. and mighty about this shit. Like I yeah. go out and I drink, you know, green tea shots at the bar. I go and have whatever. You know what I mean? I have people licking salt off me. Like you, Jesus. I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get high and mighty about this shit now. I'm sorry. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. There's not been enough research. I'm sorry. Like, I was already living in a Petri dish around me. Like, come on. (laughs) I think this is where me and you might disagree on some things. But I want to touch on something you said earlier. You you called your grandfather your grandfather your Che. Now, Che, can you explain that to people who don't know what that is and why you call him that? Because they can't see you. I can see you. Right, right, right. Well, even looking at you now, I don't mean to offend people when I say this, but you look Asian as fuck, but that's not the case. Yes, I'm actually, I'm Navajo, or Diné, as we're called now. Um, I'm Navajo, I'm originally from New Mexico. Um, Yeah, so I'm my grandfather, and then that's what you you, uh, call your maternal grandfather. No, your maternal grandfather. I'm just learning about this, you know. Like I said, the natives, I I know, they they don't want to tell me, they they don't let me in their circle. It's like, what are you hiding? Come on. You know, but yeah, this is good. something I'm very interested in. So I'm, 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 you know, glad you're opening up. So go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, I mean, it's different in every, the language is different everywhere, obviously. But um, my grandfather, uh, my maternal grandfather, my mother's dad, um, that's, you call him your Che in Navajo. It's your Che. That's maternal grandfather. Paternal grandfather would be my Nolly. Um, I'm probably not saying it correctly because, you know, that's just how I, <laughs> I did not. I didn't grow up on the reservation. Um, I I grew I grew up in a border town. I guess you could say. Um, but no, I I, I what do you mean? Know. What do you mean border town? What do you mean them people? It's, what are you talking about? I didn't say them people. That's what I heard. No, I heard. No, I grew up on a border town. Okay. Um, it's been with my dad. My dad tried to keep us off, like living in the city and stuff. You know. Um, but I did, I did grow up, uh, I, my half, my family, um, grew up, uh, Christian. My dad's side of the family is Christian. My mom's side of the family, uh, was very traditional in, uh, a lot of drama came out of that. No, not, not a lot. No, you'd be surprised. No, there was not. Um, but, uh, I, so I kind of didn't really, I wasn't fully immersed in it or anything like that. So I'm just like, you know, I'm just, Going with how I was raised. And people always say, like, well, why do you, why do, you do that? And I'm like, I don't know. That's what I always did. That's how I always do. Like, I don't know. I don't have reasons behind it. It's just because that's just how you, like, it's like, that's Navajo way. That's that's Navajo. That's because not that's how we do it, you know? And I don't know. I'm terrible. But. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like you said it. Horrible. I was thinking it. 
I was thinking it, but you said it, so I'm okay with that. But no, but yeah, so my Che, that's my Che, my Nolly. Yeah. So when you say your Che, you know you're talking about your your mom's dad. When you say your Nolly, you know you're talking about your your dad's um, uh, father. Um, so yeah, so my Che, yeah, so he and was I could one. Tell real quick, I don't mean to interrupt you. When you're talking about your grandfather, I could just see, you know, your beam and your like. You love this man. I, I can see it in your face when you're talking about him. And, you know, what he went through is where I saw the change in that. So he was very important to you, I can tell. And just, just hearing you talk about him. So this was someone very important to you in your life. He was. And, and watching him, what he went through, it also it also made him more reckless. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, before, you know, I was always, you know, oh, you need to be good, be a good human being and all this stuff. And, you know, put good out there. And I still believe in that, but also because I'm like, I'm sorry, but my grandfather was like the the most amazing person. He would mm. he helped people. His whole life was dedicated to helping people. And this is how he fucking goes. This is how he has to this is how he he not surrounded by family, not surrounded by people he helped. This is how he goes alone and a You're hot. Right. This is how he goes. And then we couldn't even like have like a proper funeral. Like it was just he put in the ground, done be done with it like i like Terrible. this this is Terrible. what he gets and it's yeah. like i'm a fucking heathen like what am i trying to do like you I'm and i both go, you like, and i I'm both gonna, exactly and it's like i'm gonna go live my life how the fuck i want now because guess what at the end of the day you're gonna die alone nobody fucking cares like you're gonna die you're gonna get put in the ground and that's it and i'm gonna be careful about how i live now no i'm gonna go live and do whatever the fuck i want and live how i want because it's all gonna be over tomorrow's not guaranteed it's exactly. not and and exactly. and I mean, it just changed my whole outlook on everything. So it did make me a little more reckless, but it also, in that aspect, also made me a little more spiritual and more connected to all that. Well, that's so. a good thing about that. So yeah. I'm bringing that up because, you know, uh, let me go back a little bit. This is something you don't know, because like I said, when we had our conversation, I said, this is probably something we're not going to touch on. But because of what what's happening, me going to this game and what they're expecting me, I'll get there, guys. I'll get there. Trust me. Just let me give Lindsay a little background on why. Um, so I have not been vaccinated and I got COVID in January and um, it almost killed me. And I'm healthy. I thought I was healthy at that. You know what I'm saying? Um, and this shit almost took me fucking out. It, it, I was so sick to the point where I wanted to start getting my affairs in order. Like, let me just start, you know, because that's I, I was scared. It scared me. Um, oh, where's I, I said this so people who listen to me on Raw Live on our weekly show they heard me tell this, you know. Um, there's a very uh famous lyric from a song where um, where this person says, I, you know, I never pray, but tonight on, I'm on my knees, and that's to that's where I got that's how bad it got for me. Where if I had the energy to to say something to pray to whatever's out there listening. I did it, you know, I, it's because that's, that's how scared I'm not, I'm not afraid to admit this or not afraid to talk about this because this shit, it's real and this is what I went through. And, and, and um, we talked a little bit about my grandmother even today before we recorded here. Uh, she died. It's been 90, almost, shit, it's almost been 25 years since my grandmother passed. I was, I saw my grandmother in my room in the middle of me going through this sickness. Like I was, but that's people would say, okay, well, you know, you're hallucinating, and that could be true because I wasn't getting, I was only sleeping like two, three hours a night. 
you know, um, I was drained. Like I felt like brittle, like anything could break me. That's how sick I got. That's why I thought I was it. I was going to die. I thought there was no way I was making it. Like whatever, whatever happened, this is it. I'm not making it through this. And I, at this point, what, three, four people I knew already died from this virus, right? And so I'm like, okay, now this is stake me. And the the worst part about it is people in my house at that time, they got it. And I, I don't want to say I make fun of it. I'm just like, okay, I'm, I might be part of the percent that's not going to be immune to this. It's not going to affect me because I don't have any of the symptoms. And they're here a week. And I'm like, I'm good. But I went to go get tested anyways. And the funny thing is the day I got tested is the day everything hit. So I'm, I'm already – you know, in my head, I'm already thinking all, and then the the conspiracy theorist in me, which he's a fucking terrible person. So if you ever get to meet that guy, started just going like, holy shit, they put this thing in. But that's just me being stupid, right? Whatever. Um, and that's where it hit me. You know, you lose your your you can't smell, you can't taste, and and you can't eat, man. I was on a diet of 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 like a spoonful of a soup and Gatorade or water. That's what I was living on. Um, and, and I, it's just because I couldn't eat anything. I couldn't hold anything down and you get tired of throwing up. You get tired of pissing out of your ass. I'm, I'm sorry guys. I know that's graphic, but this is real. This is what happened. Um, and to beat through all that, to go through all that and come out healthy at the end of it, or am I, I don't know. You know, I haven't gotten it since then. This is beginning of the year. I still refuse to get the shot. It's because I'm Okay, I'm scared about I, I I don't I think the lasting effects from the shot might be more terrible than the original virus. That's just me, right? I don't know enough about it. It but it scares the shit out of me. And I'm not afraid to tell you guys that. I'm not afraid to tell you that. I'm not afraid to tell the listeners that. I'm being hundred percent honest. It scares the shit out of me. It does. And you said something that okay, so you've gotten your flu shots, right? Mm-hmm. So I had a teacher in high school. That's who was a huge compar- uh, conspiracy theorist himself. And once he started talking to me about flu shots, I stopped taking flu shots. And this was back in 99. So, you know, it's 90, 98, 99. I haven't had a flu shot since then. But I've been fine. I've never, you know, I've never, it's never been a problem for me where people around me, my loved ones, are they're getting it every year. You know, I, I think my oldest son at one point, he's like, nah, dad, not doing it. I'm not going to do it. I'll be fine. And he's been fine too. Um, uh, but then again, you know, that my old son, he smokes a lot of the weed and that, that keeps him healthy, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not a scientist. I don't know how that works. But but funny thing about that, let me real quick. And I told this story before, but this is for new listeners. My son, my older son, who was staying with me at the time, uh, smokes a lot of weed. He, what he wants to do with his money is fine. I, You know, whatever. I support. That's what he wants to do. He's the only one in our house that did not get coronavirus. The only one. And he was around us the whole time. And then after a while, we're like, quarantine yourself. Because you don't want this, especially when I got sick. Isn't that funny? And he says, Dad, it's, it's the weed. You should start. Nah, I'm not going to smoke that shit. Whatever. Right? He just wants me to go, you know, find a bridge somewhere and smoke with him. I don't know what he wants, but I'm, I told him, no. It's not happening. Yeah, we'll play some fucking some Pink Floyd and we'll get high under a bridge. I think that's his whole plan. Didn't let him get me, you know. I saw it coming a mile away. Point is, I went through all that shit, Lindsay, and I still refuse to take this fucking vaccination. So now we're getting to the Dodger game. Okay. We go. My buddy Phil. Shout out to Phil. That's Thunder Punch 85 on IG. That's my best friend. We've known each other. We we met in detention in elementary school. We're still friends to this day. Love that guy, right? 
Uh, he's a Giants fan. Hate that about him. It's the only thing. And I'm a Dodgers fan. It's just the way we grew up. So we're going to this game, going into the series tied 1-1. This is tomorrow night, Monday. And then we're getting the tickets, and he knows about this. He knows that I'm not vaccinated. He knows that the shit I went through with coronavirus. And and the first thing they ask is, you need to show proof of vaccination, or you got to have a negative uh, test result that's like good for 72 hours. So now all this is going through my head again, right? I haven't tested. Or no, I take that back. I did test because I was exposed by somebody at work. And I was I didn't want to do it then, but I had to because, you know, it has to do with work. And if I did have something, I didn't want it to spread with other people. And it's fucking funny. I told you we wouldn't touch on this. And look at us. We're 15 minutes into this conversation. But, you know, this is this is why. So him telling me, dude, they're 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 asking for this or they want a negative test. It bothered me. It really did. Because we're now here in California. I don't know how it is with you guys now. In Los Angeles County, Dodger Stadium's in the middle of fucking L.A. So that's where we're going. Every bar you go into, any restaurant, I think if you want to go to the beach, you got to show proof or something. But if you don't have proof, Lindsay, this is where it gets me. They have people there on the spot to give you the vaccination. Like some dude in his car or some bullshit. What the fuck? You know, I'm just... That's weird to me, man. That that right there really fucking bugs me. And it on this ticket, it tells you that they're doing it there too. Hey, well, if you don't got it, it's okay. We got you. We'll put the needle in you over here. That's strange to me, man. Like this is a sporting event. Like I understand. I'll go in there with my mask. I'm gonna do all the other shit you ask. I love my Dodgers. I want to. And I know it's, I sound. People are probably listening to this. They're like, dude, just fucking get the vaccination. No. No, this is like I said, me and you might, we're going to disagree on some shit, and this is one of them. And, but I understand where you're coming from and what you went through, so and why you did it, right? And people will say, well, you went through that shit too, why didn't you do it? It's just, I, this, that's just me, right? Love me or hate me, that's just me. So now I have to go take this test, which I went to go do Friday. Uh, I got the results in today. I'm negative. I get to go watch this goddamn game. The fact that I have to run through these fucking hoops, it bothers me. It's something that I, I don't know if I'm tired of this whole shit, but I don't think it's going away. I think this is our life now going forward. It, do you are you are you along that line? Do you think this is it? This is how we're going to be living the life, our life now going forward? Yeah. You really believe that's it? This is we're just pandemic until we're what in our golden years if we even make it to that. I mean, I don't think probably to our golden years, but I think for maybe like another year or two, probably just until everybody kind of it's all settles down. But I mean, I, I understand where you're coming from. And that's that's your decision completely. Like, you know, yeah. do what you got to do. It's your body. But your I'm not. Anti I'm not. I just right. Don't, you, you don't want saying? it in I'm your body. Right? Getting in people's faces and like, you shouldn't do it. Dude, you, you do it for a reason. That's all you. I don't send in my business. Right. I think people people should feel the same. But now we're, we're getting to these things. And I know once it hit L.A. County, it's going to come down to Orange County. I live in the Inland Empire, right, which is Riverside, San Bernardino County. That's uh, Southern California out here uh, for first-time listeners. And once it starts up there, it's how it starts. It trickles down here. So we're going to see maybe mid-November them saying, hey, you want to go to your favorite restaurant where you live? You got to show us something. And I know it's fucking coming, man. We all know it's coming. Are you guys at the same point? Where you're at? No, now? because we have a governor who's like totally. That's right. Yeah. Yes, I totally yeah. forgot. You live in a whole different country now. <laughs> Basically, Texas is its own fucking Basically. country. How is that? Dude, that's so fucking weird to me, man. But how is that? Is it? Are you comfortable with all that shit that's going down? 
over there? I mean, like, honestly. I mean, I really honestly, I, I'm not bothered by it one way or the other. Like, if I have to wear a mask, okay, I'll wear a mask. If I don't have to, okay, I won't. Like, it's, it's not, it doesn't bother me. Let me tell you why. I just, I'm Talk not bothered by it at all. Like, people Talk. are like, I have to show, I have to show proof. I have to show this. Okay, let me tell you. First of all, being Native American, Navajo, Mm-hmm. And also being uh, prior military, having, you know, growing up in the military life. Thank you right? for your service. You brought that up. So I like, thank don't thank me for my service. service. I, I have to. I, I didn't even deploy. Don't, don't, don't. don't. <laughs> That's don't. No, a whole nother no, bag of warfare. No, there. No, we'll get no. into that one day. No. I don't feel I did anything. Um, you know, I was yeah. terrible at field sanitation. <laughs> <Let's>, uh, <laughs> I probably did more harm than good. Let's oh, not. God damn it. Let's not. Oh, that's hilarious. That's my certification, my what, four hours of training failed completely. There was definitely <laughs> pools of water when we went to the field that I did not take care of. Jesus Christ. I think I set up one hand washing station. No, I did not do our soldiers well. So no, don't thank me for my service. Just, just, no, everybody else, yes, go. But me personally, I don't like no, to. You're not having it. You're I'm not. No, it. don't do that. Um, <laughs> got you. But, but I did my, my, um. I was married to someone who was in the military. Yeah. Thank him for his service. Um, so, but yes, uh, for me, like growing up like that and just even being a female, you always have to prove shit. When I go I to do anything like, oh, you're Navajo? Well, how much how much is your blood quantum? How much Navajo are you? Uh, and then I've got to show my CIB. I, ha- I have a physical paper that shows how much Navajo I am bullshit no and that's that, and real that, yes and that you're and then you're like okay the, the federal government will now recognize you as navajo like that's how it goes well, so you get ben, privileges with this well how do i get one of I those mean, i mean you get like i don't know if it's like benefits or anything i don't know i haven't really like utilized it the only time i, I didn't say benefits i said privileges so there's a difference there. privileges privileges as a Native American in this country, please do not get me started. I privileges, got you. Privileges that, that's something we will stuff. touch on sooner or later on this show. We will um, go down that fucking road. Um, but, I mean, that, you have to prove that. I have to carry around a paper at all times. My sons have to have a paper at all times. My son, wow. you know, just to, to show that you are a Native American. Again, also military. You go on post, like me, now that I am no longer with my um ex-husband just to take my sons on post to go to their doctor visits so i have to jump through hoops because i'm no longer part of it jump through hoops i have to get a sponsor to go on post i have to do there's so much stuff i have to do just to prove i am to prove who my sons are it's a whole mess so when people are like i have to prove that i'm it's like oh my god okay you you must you know whatever you had to prove one time one time you have to prove this like got it and they give you they give you a card for it like what are you talking about like you have to prove you have to get you have to get you have to, so you have to get testing okay go do it like me every time I go on post I have to go like a day before to get this pass I have to go you know get a sponsor it's a whole mess and I'm just like blah you want to do that a lot of shit it man. is and just I don't I don't want to do it and then I mean just being a female I mean. There's a lot of shit you have to prove too, like trying to get your shit done. If you if you if you don't if you don't want to have any kids and you want to tube side, you gotta you they won't let you. You know, I mean, there's so many rights with reproductive rights and there's a whole other mess with being a female, just being all the other stuff. So and stuff I don't want to get into. So I mean, I don't I don't feel sorry for you. Okay, you I don't because I mean shit. A, I got you. Be a minority female and then t- then come complain to me. 
Like, come on, like, don't, like, don't. So, it, I mean, great, you don't want to get vaccinated? Okay, then there's consequences. There's consequences with everything. There's probably going to be consequences because I got the vaccination. You know what I mean? There's con there's things with everything. So you just, you choose your road, you walk it, and you deal with whatever happens on that. Got it. Okay. So, okay. I, I see what you're saying. Uh, you know, the, all the shit you have to go through with the military stuff, that sucks. Just hearing you, just the frustration in your voice when you bring that ah, shit up. I and mean, maybe, and maybe I'm going about it wrong. If somebody wants to tell no. me a good way to go about and get this stuff done, great. But it's a lot. Not, I'm not complaining though because my boys are taken care of. Like you know, medical. So that's wise, the good thing about that. it. Yes. Like at the yes. end of the rainbow, there's at this. At the end of the road, thing. like I don't have to worry about my boys medically or anything like that. Anything they need, I can take them to anywhere they need to go. They're taken care of medically, like. But you like, fall under that too, right? You no. Get, oh, wait, wait not, a minute. Why? No, because we're no longer married. I I don't understand, but you served. Me? Yeah. That was, unless, oh God, the v, then I have to go through the VA. Okay. See, okay. So that let's talk about this. I don't, other, I don't see, no. this is, this is all I new to me. Well, I, my ex went through the VA and I just hearing his stories and every, all the hoops he has to jump through. I'm like, eh, I'm not going to worry about that. I'm good. I don't even want to try. It's a lot. It's a lot. So, you know, I don't even want to touch. I don't even want to go there because it's it's so much. It's just a lot you have to go through. Paper, but you're, paper you're, medical. It's available to you, though, right? I'm sure it is. I never even looked into it. Wow. So, But I do have insurance through where I work, so I'm good with that. It's you're, Okay. That's what, I, that's what I wanted to get at. Just as long as you're taking care of that, but you don't have to I go am. through that. I am. Because it might be another set of hoops you might have to go through, and that's the thing. No, that's, that, no, they, no, that's a whole not, that's not. It's not a set of hoops. It's just like, here you go. There's your medical card. Give me your money. And it's like, okay, here you go. Oh. Like, that's how, oh. like, that's how insurance is. That's how medical stuff is now. They just, it, here, give me money. Oh, I talked to you for five minutes on telecommunication. Okay, you owe me $90. Yeah, here you go. Okay, and see, this is why I feel indifferent, I guess, about our you know military. There was a long time where my oldest son wanted to join the service, right? And I was totally against it, right? And, I, you know, I have a lot of friends that are in the military, I, people I grew up with, family members, and I always, you know, thank you. I, I really mean that. Thank you for what you do. Because, you know, sometimes when you go, you come back totally different, right? And you've experienced that. Uh, yes. Not you yourself, but you, you know, you experience it. Exactly. And I know it, it sucks, dude, but this, that's one reason. And my son was real passionate about this, man. And we would argue about this all the fucking time. It's just, you know, I always would tell him, you know, I understand something. When you get to a certain age or point in your life, you're not going to, I'm not going to be able to tell you what to do. Um, and I'm not trying to tell him what to do. I, I wasn't trying to tell him what to do. It's just, I wanted I didn't want to lose my son to that because I know once he left, I would never have him back. Is that me being a dick or is that like, can I, is that something you can co-sign? Is that something like, you know, I understand why, but even though, you know, he is his own man, he would have to find his own journey. Was I a dick about that? Like I said, nothing against the military just didn't want my son to be part of it. Right. It might have uh, bad yeah. guy when it comes to something like that. Do you think that was wrong of me? No, that's you being a parent. Right. That's you being a parent. That's your parent side coming out. Like it was. You don't feel a certain way about that, you know, because I'm not. How do you? You know, what I'm saying that doesn't. Because I know some people might get offended by that, by me thinking that way. No, when you join the military, I mean, you basically belong to the government. You're signing yourself over to the government, right? I get that. 
and some people are are made for it some are not like i always tell people like you either love the military or you hate it there's no in between like really i mean that's just i mean that's i mean yeah your experience from what you've seen what you i mean in the the few years that i was in i loved it like i said it was a different so your experience was good my experience was good i also did not deploy let me say that but um i did have people who did deploy and and yes they they you know, things happen. And, you know, from my experience with my ex, uh, yes, he did come back changed. Um, but, I mean, it's just, it's, I think it's, I don't know. Yo, we don't have to talk about that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, no, <laughs> I, I like, can see you. It's, it's, uh, you're thinking and you're like, should I? Try, if you're not comfortable, we'll we'll get there one day, I'm sure, if we even yeah. go down that. But if that's something you don't want to talk about that. Right. We and if won't. my sons, if my sons wanted to join the military, you know, you would support great. them. I would support them. Yes, because I mean, that's how I joined. I mean, I didn't, I didn't leave my parents a choice. Honestly, really? I, I ran off. Um, I, I told them I was working, like, oh, I'm working right now. Um, I have, I have to go to to work today, and I took Whoa, off. Whoa, I didn't know. That. Wait, for real? You're being yeah. for real? So I, I, I was talking to a recruiter, um, and you know, he's like, hey, you need to go up to like the MEP station, which was out of town. Okay. They flew me out there. So I was like, okay, I'm going to work today. And I really went to the airport, flew down there. But you were staying at home. Yes, signed all my paperwork. They just thought your job was just flying you out. No, they thought I was at work. Like, they thought I was at work. (laughs) And then I came home that evening. I came home late. I had my, one of my friends had to actually pick me up from the airport. And I came home late. And I walked in the house and they're like, where were you? I was like, uh, they're like. How, How old were you at this time? I was 18. Okay, so you're of age. You're good. Okay. So I came home and they were like, where were you? You know, we called your work and they said, you never came in. Like, you didn't work today. And I was like, right. They're like, where were you? And I was like. Oh, no. And I said, I was. This is how they found out. Yes. And my my mom and dad are standing there. um, Or my aunt and my uncle are standing there. And I said, I just said, I leave for boot camp in 28 days. Whoa. And they go, what? I said, I leave for basic training in 28 days. They this go, is, uh, what did the you... army. Yes. And they go, what do, you, what do you mean? I said, I'm leaving for the army. I leave on such and such day. And then my aunt like kind of flew into rage. She was like, no, no, I didn't sign any paperwork. I was like, I don't need your signature. I said, I'm 18. 18. And I just remember my dad, he sat down on the couch and he just started crying. Oh. And my, you know, my my aunt was kind of was angry, and I never understood. I just was like, "It's my life. Like, what are you guys worried about? Like, got it." Jumped on the plane and went off to basic training. Twenty eight days later, and um, as an adult, did, as a, and you know, now do you understand? Now, now when I sent my son off to college, <laughs> you're a mess. I was like. How how did I do this to my dad? Oh, like I understand why he cried. Like I'm such an asshole. I can't believe I was just like, bye, I'm leaving. And it was like, I'm an asshole. I can't believe I did that. I understand his reaction now, so many years later. But for my son, I just and he's not even that, you know, he's he's not that far, you know, at college, but I mean he's still gone. But I'm like, I worry about him. And I'm like, I can't imagine, you know, what my dad was going through. I mean, I understand why he cried. Sending his, you know, young child, female uh, girl, his little girl out there to be 
and it just and no one yeah. knew about this. This is just a decision you made on your own, or you weren't with nope, a buddy, yeah. you weren't with a group of friends. Like, let's no. join the military. Oh, you know, hoorah, kind of fist in the air, let's go do this shit kind of thing, right? I just did it that. by myself. No, I just did it by myself. And that's, uh, yeah, I just did it. It's um, it's kind of, that's, that's how I do things. <laughs> you just, just jump in the car and I go. I just do it. Yeah, I just do it. I just do okay. it. I will yeah. like that. That's and fine. then I then later on I'm probably like mm, maybe that wasn't a good idea, but oh well. <laughs> too late. It too happened. late. Yeah, I yeah, just kind of happened. No, yeah, that would have been to if I had my son come to me and tell me something like that, like Dad leaving the boot camp in a month, I think I would have turned turned around, walked away, got in my car, and just took off, like because I wouldn't be able to. It's that or I'm gonna choke him. You know, I don't want to go to jail, right? So I'm like, okay, just get in my car and drive. It's not because I'm a bad dad or i'm a dick or it's just like i'm losing my son there's no other way i know how to react you know it's never happened before you know how do i you know and i'd rather just walk away from that even though he might need me at that time i'm glad it did happen but if he would have done this you know eventually would have came around and he would have had my support it's just i didn't want him to be doing it because dad said not to do this because that's right. that's how i was right. oh wait you don't want me to do that guess what the fuck i'm gonna do right and this kid is he is me, you know, everything about him is me. He is the best version of me though. Right. He's like, you know, when, when the guy, when God and the devil or mostly the devil, when they put me together, oh yeah, well, he's fucked up. We'll leave him like that. Right. When they put this kid together, it's just, he's whatever they fucked up with me with. He, he got all the good shit. Right. Yeah. And, and that's how like he deserves better than, and, and not to be disrespectful. I'm so Sorry if I'm coming off like a dick. Like I said, I don't mean that. I don't. This is just a father. This is just me. My me being yeah. a dad, mm-hmm. and this is my first time. This is my my son. Dude, still my baby at this age, and I'm worried. I'm scared. You know this. I don't want to lose him, man. And and that's all it was. But I, I I knew eventually. I'm pretty sure like your parents, they came around, and I mean, there's nothing to forgive. You know, they, you didn't do anything bad. You know, you mm-hmm. made this decision. You're you're old enough to make it. And you, you did it. That's fine. I think at some point I would have came to that. How long would it took? I don't know. It, it could have been the day after. You know, it could have been fucking a year after. I don't know. There's some people I know who who still don't talk to their parents because of th- that decision they made, and it sucks. You know, it, it really does. But um, I'm glad. You know, he 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 decided to do something else, and and, and he's living his life, man. So you know, like yeah. I said, nothing bad against the military. I love right. I I have nothing bad to say, like nothing, because honestly, like the military took care of me and my family, like they took care of me and my family, like I will never, ever have anything bad to say because they took care of me and my boys, you know, and 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 my spouse, my ex spouse, but like we that I never will have anything bad to say. They took care of us. It was yeah. you still do not want me to thank you for your service. No. <laughs> no, no, because I just I know I I know like my battle buddies and stuff like they went through a lot more than than I ever did. I mean, and you that's just touch with some of these people. Just, yes, I do actually. Yes, I do. It's just it's a different. It's a bomb. I've worked I've worked at different places. You know, yeah. I've worked at different places, but there's nothing like. Like being like having your battle buddies. Like we, they still call me battle. We still call each other battle. And it's been like twenty years. You know what right. I mean? And and they're and you see them and you there's just there's a bond. There's something that you there's just this camaraderie that forms 
even in basic training, there's just, you just all of a sudden just start looking out for each other because you're there together and you've got to get through this shit together. And at the end, you're like, holy fuck, we just did that, you know? And, and yeah, it's just, there's something about going out to the field and being filthy with these people for a week. You know what I mean? <laughs> Having to eat the food. I mean, just this, the training you have to do with everybody. And it, it's, you're, you're just bonded. You're bonded. You're stuck with these people. You know what I mean? And you just become a family, especially your unit becomes a family. And I don't know how it is now. That's how it was when I was in. But like your unit becomes your family. Like that's your family. You know, you, it's almost like a, that's your family. Like nobody fucks with your unit. Like, I mean, it just was a thing. And it, I, I think that's just, still something that goes on. I, right. I think and that's it, something I, that yeah. they never lose. And, yeah. And it's just, and, and I can only imagine how much stronger that bond gets when you actually deploy with these people and go through all what you go through together. And that, I mean, it's something that it's just a whole different level. And, you know, and I, and that's why I'm like, I didn't get, I didn't do any of that. You know, they, 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 went through some shit and I didn't, I didn't, I was at home, you know, pregnant, you know, waiting for my husband to come home. Yeah. So I, I feel like I didn't share in that. And I just feel like me personally, I don't consider myself, I don't consider myself a veteran. Cause I just, I just don't, I just don't want to have that. Like, I don't want to have that. I don't want to. But you put in click. the work. You right. Went through the I, shit. It was a different, it was a different type of work. And I don't want to, I don't want to claim that because there's some people who who've been through some shit and I, I just don't feel comfortable claiming that status. You I know, you. I'd rather, I I'd rather I'm, I was the spouse of someone who was of a service member, you know, and I'm more comfortable with that. Cause I spent a lot of years that with that, um, 16 years I, I was that in, and I went through a whole different side of that. You know what I mean? Like I didn't go to the, you know, I didn't deploy, but I did deal with the effects of, somebody coming back from deployment and that's and a that's whole a whole different thing other thing um and it's it's a whole different story but it's a whole different aspect and that was hard in itself and i mean because yeah your husband at the time actually was deployed and saw combat yes he deployed four times and did you really have to wait for news or were you were they on it with the how does that work it's a lot with like, you have like these groups, readiness groups, family readiness groups that you kind of hang on with, hang out or not hang out with, but you like have these like, they're called FRGs and you kind of hang out with them. If you have a good one, then, you know, you're, you're, you have your little uh, group there that you kind of whoa, get. Whoa, whoa, wait a minute. What do you mean? What do you mean if you have a good one? Um, some Explain of them. That. I mean, I mean, if you have like a good organized one, some of them, you know, some of them don't even, I don't, I don't think some of them even have like an FRG or whatever. So if you have like a, a good one, like the one that's formed, you have like the leadership and stuff like that to kind of take charge, then, you know, you, you get your news and whatnot. Um, I was part, I was, you know, fortunate to be part of good ones. Um, well-established ones. And, you know, I was kept informed, but, uh, when, you know, my ex would always tell me when the first time he deployed, he would tell me, he says, don't watch the news. Don't watch oh. the news. And so I kind of got, and I'd be like, okay, don't read the newspaper, you know, when there were actual newspapers. So, um, this is like for your own good kind of thing. Yes. Yeah. And then he would call me and we'd talk and he, and he Did just you tell the change in his voice. 
he kept, he would try to be so positive. He'd ask me about my day. I'd be like, what are you doing? He'd be like, eh, nothing. We're just kind of, and you know, later on I knew like he didn't tell me. He just tried to keep it as normal as possible for me. Because you're not supposed to bring that home with you, right? That's not the stuff you want to talk to your family well, about. He didn't, he didn't want me to, he didn't want me to worry. Okay. So he just would keep it very like, eh, we're not really doing anything out here. We're just kind of hanging out. Like, you know, he made it like it was like vacation. Which was which a was lie. Which is Probably. a big lie, but yeah. it, it kept, me, kept me sane, I guess. And yeah, and you know, dealing with everything at home, and hmm. yeah. So I mean, it it I dealt with a different side. There's a whole different side, and you know, he. So you know, when he comes back, I mean, and it's a whole dynamic, a whole shift too in your relationship because he's gone for like a year. And he comes back and all of a sudden he's got this independent woman who can do shit for herself. And oh. he would, and he would tell me, he would actually say, can you please let me do something? And I'd be like, oh, okay. You know, um, yeah. Like he'd come back and he'd be like, what is this? And I, and I would have like bought myself a whole set of tools, you know, that I could use. Or I had, you know, there's things you have to do. You, 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 your car maintenance. Yeah. You know, trash day. All of a sudden, you're everything in the house you have to do for yourself now. You're killing the bugs. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> those simple things. Yeah. Like, you're, you're doing that for yourself yeah. because you Stuff have these. that's really normal, but just yeah. some that's just you weren't used to. Yes. I mean, you forget that you had you had to start doing. Yes. I forget something at the grocery store. Guess what? I got to drive my ass back to the grocery store because I there's nobody to say, hey, can you grab this on your way home? Those little things like, and oh it's that you depended on your, your, your person for, yeah, you know, and, and then if you have kids, you throw kids in the mix, all of a sudden you're doing that by yourself. You're giving baths every day. You're doing the brushing of the teeth. You're doing everything. You're making sure they're in bed. You're doing everything. And you're paying, I mean, you're paying bills. You're doing, I mean, all of a sudden you've got it. That's all the stuff you've got to know. You know what I mean? And it, you all of a sudden become, I don't want to sing like a single parent, you know, because, you know, I wasn't. But that's basically but, what it is. But you but you become, all of a sudden, you're a, a one parent household. And you've got to deal, you've, you're, you've got to deal with all this stuff that comes up. All while, you know, trying to. Take care of everything. And that's a whole different thing. So when he would come back, I'd be like, oh, I got it. Don't worry about it. You know, and I tried to, he'd be like, he would be like, let me, let me do something. And I'd be like, okay, sorry. You know, and that was the whole thing. And then just, you know, coming back and having to deal with whatever effects happen from deployment and stuff. So, I mean, it was, it, it, there's a whole different side that I saw, you know what I mean? I, I would, I no longer was in the military, but there's stuff I had to deal with being a spouse. And that was, that was some of, I mean, it was not, not fun, but I mean, that's what we did. So, so that's, that was, but that was my experience. I'm yeah. not speaking for everybody's experience. That was my experience having to deal with that. My experience, you know, being in the military and um, also being with my spouse. So, um, but you know, we're, we're no longer together and it's, it's re different reasons, you know, and, but you know, he's, off and happy and I'm off and happy now and still single and <laughs> trying trying to navigate this but I mean yeah it's I so I, I will never have anything bad to say about the military never okay. that was that was that was my life for 16 years that's been my son's life their whole lives up until about a couple of years ago so never and they've always taken care of us so yeah never anything bad and if my sons wanted to join I mean 
yeah, okay, go ahead, you know, but I would definitely have your support, but there's also reservations. You still, I'm sure their dad, I 100% would, would not want them to be in. He always says, I did my time for you. Like you don't have to serve. I already did my time for you. And that's kind of an invitation though. That's kind of a like, Hmm. You know, I think I mm, see, I, that's what I was scared of, you know, having him sit down with like a family member of mine that was in service, which actually happened. And then him being more intrigued about this shit. And um, I don't mean to say it like that, but you know what I mean? Right. And, and that's going to want him to join more. But like I said, at the end of the day, he made the decision he wanted to make and he, and that turned out fine. But I think that's something that that's good that he's there to talk to your kids about that. Right. He might not tell them everything just enough to like, hold them at bay just to just to curb their curiosity for the time being because yeah. you know one just went off to college right so he's yes. on a different path and they might follow suit you know your other we could talk about this right yeah uh, mother of three i think it's actually on your bio where which people are going to know by the end of this uh episode here so that's not, not anything that you're hiding or anything like that. So, okay, cool. Okay, so I we started with coronavirus, me being pissed <laughs> off about the Dodger game, and look where we're at. Uh, let's jump into something a little bit lighter. There's some shit that came out. Well, you're, you're a music lover, right, Lindsay? We're, we're yeah. both really in the – we've been sharing a lot of music with each other, you know, and, and I like this, this, this let's sing like LP with our eyes closed. I fucking love that that's gonna be like our fucking you know for our show that's where we're gonna go off i fucking love that but how how'd you feel about that song first of all i loved that song the first time i heard it like i i, th- I heard Did it you know about it prior to me no bringing that to you? no but i heard it and then you told me to watch the youtube video the youtube the video oh my broke god your heart. broke your heart just the way she's and then how she goes tell off. Me, people are like who, who the fuck are you talking to tell people what we're talking LP, about yeah. and the song is oh god what's the name of the song lost on you lost on you and she's doing the live her 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 live, live session which is like sessions. the best yes the best raw my favorite my f- favorite me. part is when she's singing and then she goes like steps away from the mic and she just starts like screaming at the top of her lungs it seems like and you're just like chill <laughs> like oh, like yes like that you was my favorite part What's funny is we're talking about this. People are going to put us on pause just to go find out what it is. And, uh, dude, I go do that. If you've not heard LP and this song Lost on You and you're ready to hurt and you're ready to feel some pain, this will do that. This will take you to some places that you probably need to be just to let some shit out because yeah. she does not fucking hold back. Um, and, and I'm glad you like the song. So, uh, it's a but heartbreaker. Watch, watch the first time you listen to it, the watch the live, the live session, YouTuber, the live session on YouTube. Yeah. yeah. Just the way the whole everything. It was flawless. It was yeah. flawless. You're going to fall in love with it. Voice. I mean, yes. yeah, you're going to fall in love with it, but it's going to hurt. You know what I'm saying? It's one of those fucking songs. You're going to feel it. Okay, so this is, you know, we're you know, we're sharing music back and forth. I love that about you. I'm glad that you're. You you love your music. This is why I'm bringing this up. You you know R. Kelly, don't you? <laughs> you know R. Kelly. Yes, he he was present in many of my uh, bedroom sessions. <laughs> I bet he was there, right? <laughs> your that booty song, the famous one. Um, so R. Kelly was in the news. He's been in the news like not in a good way the last couple of years. You know, he's caught up. We find out this. He's a pedophile. This fucking guy, right? Yeah. He used. 
his connections in the industry to, to get kids. Um, and I remember people were making fun of shit like this. What this, you know, this, that is not a funny subject, dude. That is, mm-hmm. and, and this is where, uh, I draw the line on some song, especially on things like this. When, if you mess with kids in any kinds of way, I'm fucking done with you, dude. You mm-hmm. know, I'm done. Right. All we knew was about, you know, his, Whatever relationship he had with Aaliyah, who was fifteen at the time, they were married. And well, I, we got, I heard like they she he he met her when she was like twelve or something like that, right? Yeah, but he got her pregnant when she was fifteen. Did you know about that? No. She was pregnant, and that's why they married, but quickly divorced because that's the whole Jerry Lewis thing. I don't know if you know who Jerry Lewis. Yeah, is married his cousin when she was thirteen. Dang, oh, fuck! I, God damn it, girl! I I knew. I fucking knew you knew your shit. God damn it, I love that. You know, great balls of fire. If you guys never heard that story, watch the documentary, watch the movie with Randy Quay it's, and, and uh, Winona Ryder. It's fucking terrible. It's, uh, but you know, you sometimes you can't help who you fall in love with. But when it's your cousin and she's underage, probably not a good idea. Probably not. Okay. Yeah, it could no. ruin your career. And it, that's what happened in, in that. But it case. was so normal back then. That's the thing. It, everything, like, we're only finding out these about these people now because it's no longer normalized. People yeah, are we, becoming aware. We're not, it's point. not, it, it was normalized back then. It was, can I just make, make, make a oh, comparison? Oh, yes. 100%. When I was in high school, like, I always think about this now. When I was in high school, you would hear these stories about, oh, yeah, she was so drunk. She got a train pulled on her. All the and time. then now, and now that I'm hearing, I'm like, no, she was raped. Yeah. That girl was raped. Like, oh, she was drunk shit. and she had no clue what was going on. Yeah, that's yeah, right. She's, and, yeah, she's a fucking whore and blah, blah. And it's like, no, no, guys. Like, let's backtrack. Now that I'm older and I'm like, holy shit. Oh, yeah. And that happened at every party. You're it, telling me she didn't take her clothes off on her own. You took it off because she didn't know what the hell was going on. Yeah, and-, and it would just be a girl in the back. And it'd be like, yeah, they're pulling a train on her back there. And it was a th- like, oh, she's such a slut, whatever. And it's like, no, 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 guys. She and I tell my boys this all the time now. Like, you know, I tell like I tell them like, you know, that's what it was. Like, that's but that's not the case right. now. So if you're at a party, blah, blah blah, you know, I tell them the whole story. Like, don't don't let a girl ever be alone by herself. Like, you know, be watch out for your friends and you know that. Type I love of thing. that. But I, I mean, love that you do that. Yes, and I tell my boys, do not ever. Make a female uncomfortable. 100%. If there is a female 100%. around you and she's uncomfortable, you are doing something wrong and you need to remove yourself from the situation. If like, the words, I'd, I'm not okay with this or I don't know about this ever comes out of her mouth, that's it. That, it's done. Right yeah. there. Stop. Yes. Yes. Right? Do not. That's like, it. I tell my boys my stories all the time, all my horror stories and stuff, and they're aware. Like, I let them know. Like, I mean, we even, we watched that um, movie, um, An Educated Woman, what is it called? Or, uh, what is it? Is with, it a um, Netflix show? No, it's actually a movie. Um, it's with a, uh, I can't think of her name. We'll find that. And we'll anyway, that it's like a, it's a, oh, a promising young woman is what right, it's called. Now I'm writing that down. God damn it. I need to see woman. that now. And I sat there and I, because I chose movie night. We is watched this based on a true story kind of shit? It's not a, I, no, it's not. It's just a, it's just a, it's just a. Um, What's something that happens? Yes. It's with Carrie Mulligan. And it's such a good movie. And they watched it and it has to deal with, you know, you know, sexual assault or rape. And they watched it. And at the end, they were like, oh, my. And they were furious at the end. They were furious. 
And then they started looking up rape laws. And they started looking up Texas rape laws, oh. rape laws in the country. They started looking at statistics at the end. And it kind of turned into like an educational type thing that they were educating themselves about it. And that's the thing is like, that's what we have to be with our, with our generation. You know, our kids, our people is we have to don't tell girls how not to get raped. Teach boys not to rape. You know what I mean? Holy like, shit. Fuck yeah. don't, don't don't tell a girl, oh, don't be at dark alleys. Make sure you, un, you know, you have your keys in your hands at all times. No. How about you tell these fucking men, these fucking boys not to rape? How about you but, teach that? But that's not, that sounds a hella one-sided because you know it goes both ways. Right. But what I'm, what, but I'm talking about like just rape culture in general. Like, there we okay, go. We teach, we teach let's how teach not. You. Let's not just put just boys out there right, right, it right. Works both exactly ways. exactly both ways you're right yeah but like i'm saying like don't teach not to get raped don't rape there if you they go. don't just don't like keep your hands off and yeah. and i tell my boys all the time i i mean it's also you know like you said it goes both ways well you know i also tell my boys don't ever be alone in a room with a female you always have somebody else in there with you always yes. Do not be like my son's at college now. And I'm like, don't go into a girl's dorm room by yourself. Very care. He's got to be very careful now. Yeah, you leave yes. that door open. You go with a friend. You do not be alone by yourself. Like, do not do that. Because, yeah. you know. Well, the consent's a motherfucker, man. And you got to make sure people are in the right mind to do stuff like that. I'm pretty sure you raise your boys right to where they know where it's okay. Where if it's not, if anything's being forced, they're going to know it's wrong. Right? Mm -hmm. Just how I fucking like to think I raise my boys, right? So, so let's reason we bring this up. So, here we go, R. Kelly, mm -hmm. right? And I always feel about I feel a certain way about this. Like when the whole thing came out, came out about Michael Jackson, which I totally fucking believe he was doing, right? I mean, he was not, you know, in the, in the eyes of the you know court or the law, he came out clean on the other side. You know, now you know he's he's passed away since. I still very much believe that he was doing these things to children, right? But I, when this was coming out, I stopped listening to his music. And, you know, some of my friends, some of the guys on the shows I do now, they would make light of this. Fun. Like, what the fuck? He makes great music. Yeah, dude, but he was raping kids. I don't know. Maybe that's just me. That's how I feel about that. Now, here comes R. Kelly. He's doing this shit. And this is what I've always believed, you know, being in California. And I always joke about this, but it's 100% real. When you hear shits on the, when you hear these stories in the streets, you know, it's because it was told and it's been passed down. And when you hear from one person, okay, it's fine. Two people, okay. But when it's five, 10, 15, and these door, these stories get passed around, like the whole Bill Cosby thing, I think he's still a piece of shit. And they released that guy, dude. That's, it's terrible. He's a terrible fucking person. You, you start to hear these things about, you know, all these dark little secrets here in Hollywood. Hollywood's fucking 45 minutes away from me, right? And you hear about these fucking things. You hear about the, the pedophile community. This is why I'm bringing this up. So R. Kelly, he gets in trouble. He's going to jail. He's, he's done. His life is fucking over. It's been over for a long time, but he's going to jail. Well, guess what he says? Now that he's in jail, now that he feels like the systems failed, failed him, those who, who had his back let him down, guess what he wants to do now? Because... He knows about this. He's part of this. He's part of this community. They're, he's talking about, you know what? Since I'm in jail, I don't think it's right. Everyone who was doing what, pay attention now, everyone who was doing what I was doing should be in here with me. Well, what are you talking about? 
what what do you mean everyone what what is this community you speak of would well, talk to us well yeah there's i'm not the only one doing this when it comes to celebrity right mm-hmm. and celebrity doesn't mean have to meet it doesn't mean movie stars people make music uh you know uh what have people it's it, people it be, with money Yes, not only that, but it could be producers, you know, just any kind of entertainment, anyone who has their hands in that. And I fucking, I've been hearing about this since I was in fucking high school, right? That they would come, because it would happen down here. They would come, pick kids up from high schools and take them to these parties where all this shit happened to people, right? i known kids that this happened to. And and people, I don't want to say no group names, because allegedly when this, when they were there, when these things happened, these are fucking famous people who I will tell you all fair. Because I don't want us to be canceled. I don't want fucking people coming after us, right? Because that's all it takes. Oh, guess what was mentioned on this fucking podcast? You know, they on their first episode, and your name came out, and let's go after them. That's not going to happen, right? But I will tell you off air. Um, he's now confirming that this is a community. This is every, There's a whole group of people that he's willing to snitch on. To get, maybe, what's it going to do? Okay, you know what? I'm glad you're doing this, R. Kelly. I really am, because they need to be fucking exposed. Reason why I'm bringing this up, Lindsay, is he will not get a chance to do this. Now that he's mentioned this, I have a feeling we're going to find him dead. Because you're right. What'd you say a little while ago? People with money. Mm-hmm. And when you have money, you can pay for things to get done. And it doesn't cost a lot to have somebody this close to R. Kelly kill his ass what happened to the dude they found fucking who hung himself right who was about to expose all oh, the yes. pit, you know what i'm saying and i don't want to go down that fucking we're just talking about r kelly right now and the people his the celebrity friends he knows and you know and, and there's names there's fucking names that you're like holy shit but then there's other names like well well yeah that makes sense we've heard about this for years but now but then again is he really you know it's out of spite you know, now that he's he, I'm caught. Guess what? I'm turning you guys in. I'm taking it's, the whole ship down with me. Exactly. Like, dude, you're you're so fucked in the head. You're so twisted that, first of all, you thought it was okay that you and these other celebrities were doing this, but now that you're caught and they don't have your back, of course they're not gonna fucking go down on your ship. That's fuck. You know, you hit an iceberg, bro. You're the Titanic. You're done. Who the fuck's going to? Who's gonna jump on the Titanic when you know it's going down? Right? Nobody's gonna do that shit. But this is what's very interesting about the story. He's not gonna chance. He's not gonna get a chance now that he said he has people to expose. I strongly believe that he will not get a chance to do this. You know, and it yeah. sucks to say this, but it's happened before. We've been through this. We've seen this shit happen. People who are willing to talk. It happened to Corey Haim. If you guys don't know his story, look mm-hmm. at that shit. Watch the documentary. Watch what he went. That dude was raped by celebrities. Who are in our face that we watch movies of that we know about, and he went through the shit. When he was getting ready to expose, they found him. He OD all of a sudden. Look what happened to Chester. Look what happened. To, it, it's it's a it's a reoccurring theme, man. And this fuck just for him speaking now, he should have just said it. Just hey, I got this. Let's put it all out there. But just because he made this threat, he thought okay, now they're gonna come support me. Now they're gonna put money on my books because he's he's broke. He has nothing. He is done. Right. I don't know why he did this. He should have just came out with names because that's what he I just put a now. target on himself. Exactly. Should exactly. have just been happy with that ramen. Exactly. And that's it. Just live. You're done, dude. Just live this the rest of your miserable life. 
Uh, it you know, and and that's another decision I have to make. Do I stop listening to R. Kelly music, um, which I probably already stopped doing. But every now and then, you know, one of the songs come up on a playlist. Ah, I gotta delete that shit because I don't feel right. You know, because you're supporting some. And and my friend <laughs> Jason, I know you're listening to this, so you know, shout out to my boy Jason. He made a very good point. If you listen to his songs, he's always talking about girls with the pretty hair and the pretty dress. What girl is he talking about? Do you mean like a girl, actual like a little girl? Like a teenager? Yeah, it makes you listen to the whole like song Dude, differently, right? I'm telling you, it, it, I never thought about it that way. And that was fucking with me. I was like, holy shit. Yeah, it kind of makes you wonder now because you're like, are these songs about little... 100%. 100%. I think it, it when he told me that, like a bomb fell on me like holy shit and sometimes they're inspired to make songs about these fucking people they've raped and took advantage of because it made them feel a certain way and that's fucking terrible man you know so knowing that that he he might be you know i i think he's gonna he's gonna come to a terrible end so if if he exposes people could it be like it could be like well why are you believing him he's Show us words of proof. He can't show. He's in jail. He's locked up unless he has something that he can release, be a third person, what have you, which might be the case, right? Like what me like, and you did. Exactly. <laughs> release it. Exactly. So <laughs> I, just just to hear that he's doing this makes me – I'm already looking at this motherfucker with hippo eyes. I'm just like, dude, what the fuck, man? You're like, like, really? Like, really? Just – tell us don't fucking play these games don't threaten fucking tell us because that threat's not going to take you nowhere so whatever happens to that guy it's whatever he he's done and and that's what you get you know you're gonna get what you deserve you know i i know i might sound like a fucking dick saying this but that's just how once once you have anything to do with destroying a kid's life you're you're fucking done in my book dude you're done i'm sorry i don't know i don't care what movies you made what music you put out, what books you've written, you're fucking done. I'm sorry. That's something that came up, and I, I really wanted to, you know, I really needed to talk about that, right? Like, okay. it just, it bothers me, man. So, I don't, I don't know. How do you feel about that? Honestly. I mean, I stopped listening when those videos, like, remember that grainy video of him, like, supposedly peeing on, peeing on somebody? Yeah. yeah. I was, like, done. I was done at that point. It was just... Nah, I'm good. So you're like, but you're again, like me when but it comes again, to that, again, right? again, as I remember back again, like, yes, these videos came out him, you know, pissing on these girls and stuff. But I, there was so many jokes after that. It was jokes. It wasn't again. Was you know what I mean? It was a whole. It was jokes. It was late night comedy. Like that's what it was. It Chappelle was not did a whole thing about that. Right. It was, Speaking and that was. Chappelle, and that, we'll get into. We'll and get into that and, in a little bit. That's culture like that's what yeah. it is it it was normalized it was it was you normalized called it. it was you just him being it was just him being whatever you know and and now it's like being more take it's being taken more seriously now because like again like this is not we're i just like again education education like i i don't know but like I said, I remember when it first came out and it, there was a lot of like the golden shower jokes. I mean, even now there's still the jokes, but you know what I mean? And, and that was, that was it. But I know I personally, I just was gross. Like didn't, I'd stop listening and never really bothered with him again. I mean, I think, I think the only album I even listened to was the, uh, I don't know. It was like the one that came out like in 
2000, something like what, that. What songs were on there? That's how I would know that. Gosh, I don't even know the names of the songs. Like, that's how. But so you pretty much gave up after you're like, I'm done with you. Once yeah, that came out. Only, I think there was only one album I really liked anyway. So it wasn't it wasn't a big deal for me to be like, OK, bye. OK. And okay. that was, you know, it wasn't I, something I could never look or when I listen to his music, it, it I could never look at it the same anymore because of what my friend brought to my attention. And when you hear those lyrics, it really gets you thinking like, holy fucking shit, that could be a 12 year old girl, 11 year, whatever age, a, a, a young boy that he's singing about, man. And um, at that point, I was like, yeah, I'm done. I need to just delete everything. Um, maybe I'm like going way extreme with this shit but it just really depends on how you feel about stuff like that man if you know people that have been through that i think you'd understand right like you don't want nothing to do with that shit. you can't support stuff like that right right um, can i just say can i yeah. just read like okay one of the the 12 play album um yeah the the, the, the titles of the song oh, homie fuck. lover homie lover friend like okay and then there's, there's one like literally called it seems like you're ready god <laughs> damn it holy fucking shit are you you're are you shitting me no you're um, not joking yeah summer bunnies i mean that's just titles of these songs what about this in one? our face the whole time people in our face right there and i bet you they laugh about this shit Lindsay. they laugh about this shit like oh shit i'm I'm singing about this, you know that, and and they're buying the albums. You you think they're not back there huddled up, fucking okay. laughing about this bullshit? Mm. Yeah, not, it's gross, isn't it? This one's called like "Don't You Say No." Jesus, <laughs> I didn't mean People. it. Oh god it. damn it! God damn it! <laughs> Louise, oh my god! Holy yeah. shit! You know what we're going to do now, and I, the listeners, too? I bet you go through your R. Kelly uh, catalog and, and 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 just, you know, read those the late, some of those songs, some of those times. Read those back in your head. Really? Ew, if I can turn back the hands of time. Jesus Christ. Like, oh. Chew on those. If I, you know, and you know when men, those older men would be like, if I was 20 years younger. Ew. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know, you know how many times, you know, guy like the old creepy men would say that. Like, I mean, yeah. not to you, know, but to like women. I tell you, if I was twenty years younger, gross! <sighs> I wasn't even born at that point. There's, there's a, a a joke that I made, and this is on my. It comes up every year on my face. You know, Facebook status reminds you. And this totally happened. A friend that was there with me can vouch for this. And I, when I bring this up, people fucking think it's hilarious. But in this really happens. Uh, this really happened to me. Uh, do you have a Dave and Buster's where you live? Do you know what that is? Dave and Buster's? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Games and beer. Yeah. Me and a buddy went to go see our fucking Monday Night Football or whatever, right? And uh, we're drink. This one I would drink. I don't really drink now. I, like, turns out I just found out recently. I was told I'm a cocktail guy. So I'm going to just live that. I'm going to live that dream now. I'm a cocktail guy. That's what I do. I don't drink beer. So, But we're having a beer watching this game. And uh, I get approached by an older woman. Right Now, maybe this is me being a dick. Maybe, maybe this is me being funny. I, I She did not appreciate this. but And it's uh, 100% happened. She approached me, and she hit me with that old line. You're going to love this, Lindsay. You're going to love this. She hit me with that. Wow, where have you been all my life? Right? 
And I just right away didn't even have to think about it. I just looked at her, looked at her up and down. I was like, I was probably still in school. And she just looked at me like, you son of a bitch. And she just <laughs> turned around and walked away. And we had one of the best laughs. It was fucking hilarious. Lady, if you're listening, lean, if this is you, I apologize. I was younger. I'm sorry. I was being a dick. I just didn't want to be bothered. Just wanted to hang out with my buddy, you know, watch a football game. And I'm sorry that happened to you, but hey, <laughs> you don't come at you don't come at me with lines like that, man. Uh, anyways, so you know you're right. When that it's 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 a creep factor. It's it's kind of like yeah, like nah, come on, like you're 20 years old. Which you know I have nothing wrong with that. You know what? What? Well, I mean, if they're not of age and fuck yeah, there's something wrong with that. But right. you're in your 20s and you meet someone in their 30s and their 40s, whatever, dude. And that's your thing. Have, fucking have fun. Who who are we to tell you what I? As long as you feel like you know what you're doing and you've, you're you attracted to this person, you're having fun with this person, that's all that fucking matters, dude. Like I said earlier, you can't help who you fall in love with, right? So I don't think she was trying to fall in love with you, though. No, no, no. <laughs> 100%. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to 100%. break it to you, but I don't think she was trying to fall in love with you. Yeah, I don't know. She probably wanted to take me to like a knitting class or whatever <laughs> the hell she thought was cool back in her day. Uh, <laughs> you know, you know, her telling me about her grandchildren. I don't know. Dude. She wasn't that old. I'm, I, I joke. You know, what I'm saying I'm, I'm just playing. I'm fucking around. But I, you know, I, I didn't want to be bothered, and she right. was older. So, um, not a bad looking woman, to be honest with you. You know, I could say that. I'm fine. You know, no worries. It's just, you know, I didn't want to be bothered that night. So anyway, so that that's what I said, and that's how it went down. I think it, it is creepier though when when men, when older men come and and do that to younger women. I, I think that is a little bit more, you know, and then especially if they come along, well, I can get you anything you want kind of line. Yeah. That's, like, oh, can man. I? I yes, mean, you can. I, I yes, did you that. fucking can. You don't even got ask. You just I did that in high school. Wait, like, wait a minute. Now. You did okay. In high school. Okay. High school. Like yeah. when I was like 16, 15. I'm listening. Okay. Um, I would date the older guys. Same. Who were like 21. Same. So they could buy alcohol for us. Or I would date the local weed dealer. So he could give my friends weed. Like I took one for the team for my friends. Whoa. So that's who I like was. Took I, one? I like took one? No. Ew. No. No. <laughs> you I, said it. I'm just trying to understand no, what's happening here. I didn't like. No. No. I didn't do anything with these guys. Um, never did. Like You're, We can say sex. We can say stuff like that on this show. Don't feel like you have to be. You know, say what you want to say. We're I grown. I feel like I, when I, when I, because so much shit happened to me when I was younger, no, I, think I, I, you. I think I revert back. When I talk about my younger days, I think I revert back to that feeling of me being, yeah. you know what I mean? As yeah. an adult, I can talk about my experiences, you know, as an adult. But yes. at, when I go back to that younger side, it kind of feels like, like little Lindsay, like Lindsay doesn't talk, little Lindsay don't talk like that. You know what I mean? Like that type of thing. So <laughs> do you know what I mean? But I mean, it's just yeah, like, yeah. Weird, but, but I, I didn't. I well, didn't you're still anything. little Lindsay. You're, so you mean younger Lindsay. Younger Lindsay. I'm almost 5'3". Yeah. So almost. A, yes. Almost. But a, a nice size it's of like, uh, what? Uh, like, my, my fucking jeans couldn't give me that little, what, quarter of an inch? Like, come on. <laughs> Annoying. <laughs> you just go over there with the rest of the lollipop guild and, and enjoy exactly. that, okay? Like, I'm three inches from still needing a booster seat. Like, that's how <laughs> short I am. By law, like need a booster seat. I'm sorry, ma'am. You need to step out of the car. You need to be a, you need to be a booster seat. Like that's how that's how short I am. Hate it. 
But anyway, but yeah, I did. I did date the older guys to get like the alcohol and the weed. Like, yeah, that's what I did. Again, like I never, I never did anything. But when they always want something in return, or was your attention good enough in most of those cases? Um, no, because I was very upfront. I'd be like, okay. I would tell them right off the bat, like, I'm a virgin. I'm not gonna have sex with you. Like that was it. Oh. So I like I would like make out with them, and that's it. But like I'm like I'm a virgin. I'm not gonna do that with you. And they're like, why? Why don't you want it? Like, cause I don't want to get pregnant. Because that like. <laughs> <laughs> because I was convinced, I was convinced yes. that the first time I had sex, even though oh. you know condoms or anything, I was convinced I was gonna get pregnant because I grew up in that at that time where where all the teenage pregnancies were happening. Oh, I mean, yeah. I oh, it yeah. was all around. Well, I had I'm, girls. I'm one. I'm that. I'm that cautionary tale. I'm that story. There was yeah, girls show up in class, homeroom, pregnant, and I'd be like, oh, I'm not gonna. That's not gonna happen to me. Like, how do you not get pregnant? Uh, you don't have sex. So I wouldn't have sex. Like they'd be like, "Why didn't? Why are you still virgin?" And I'd be like, "I don't want to get pregnant." And they'd be like, "Oh my god, Lindsay!" Like I'd be like, <laughs> "Like, yeah." So that was why it wasn't because I was trying to save myself. It wasn't because I was trying to be. No, I didn't want to get pregnant. Like no. Oh god, it's They're hilarious. They're like, Lindsay, you know. I'm like, yeah, but no. So, yeah, but I I did. I mean, again, it was normalized. Like it was fine. Yeah. Nowadays, like your your fifteen year old dating a twenty one year old, I don't yeah. fucking think so. But it was yeah, that's, it was that's that's terrible. You know I was that a terrible child. Like I was a terrible child. And, and and you know what's funny though, this whole R. Kelly thing it started because of a, a documentary that that was released. I mean, we know everyone knows, especially what you called that video that came out when he was peeing on that on that underage girl came out. But it 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 took this documentary of all these victims. We're gonna call them victims because that's what they were. Of all these victims that came out. And we're part of it. And they said, yeah, this is, but this is the worst part about it. Their parents allowed it. Why? Because R. Kelly's a celebrity and he was paying them off. That's, that's one of the worst things you can do to your own kids, man. That's, that's just, you deserve to go to jail too. You're, it's, that's basically prostitution. Like, are you, are you fucking kidding me? Right. And it mm-hmm. took this documentary to bring them fucking down and i'm glad we're in netflix i'm glad they they put they had the balls to put something like that out uh i forgot the lady who was behind that but i remember she was pushing very strong to get that out there because these were stories that people uh, if, how bad and terrible they might be they needed to hear to expose this this terrible fucking person that everybody treated like a well he was a superstar he's this you know and, yeah. and it's fucked up dude but you know it's what that, that that's why i like like Netflix because of stuff like that because they have the balls to put something out and now he's in jail for the rest of his life and when he might end up getting you know some bad things might happen to his man because of what he's saying now I just wanted to talk about that because it's you know yeah. something that all this he's on his last legs let's call it what it is right I mean and have he, you seen him he looks like he's on his last terrible, legs terrible. awful he looks horrible terrible, horrible. Yeah, yeah I, I guess oh. it took all, you know, whatever money he had to take care of. Because he looks, he's every, what is he, 50? I want to say 54, 55. He's an old dude, older. I mean, dude, I, I, I sound terrible saying that. I, I'm 14, I'm 15 years away from 54. That's, I look <laughs> I, fine. Okay. Don't say he's But old. you look like you're young. You're young. I, okay, let me rephrase. I That I fucking feel terrible for saying that. I didn't mean it like that, but he just... He's done, right? He looks like he's fucking done, and you can tell. I didn't mean that in that way. Thank you for putting me in check. I appreciate you for that. 
because that's ex- I did I didn't mean it like that. Whoever's listening of that, I I apologize. It's not what I meant. Uh, but he looks every bit his age because all that's weighing down on him. It's, he's going through this terrible time, and that's what he deserves, dude. Um, there's something else that came out. You know, we just brought up – we brought up Chappelle earlier. You know, he did make fun of that whole R. Kelly shit, the skit he did. Um, and now, you know, he's always on Netflix, Netflix with this special. Have you seen his latest special, The Closing? I don't watch comedy specials. I didn't watch the R. Kelly, Surviving R. Kelly. I didn't watch it um, just because – of you know things I've been through, I didn't, I didn't, the I didn't touch. I didn't want to be triggered. You know what I mean? Okay. Like I don't. No, I, don't I hear you. To, I don't need to hear, hear other people. I know the bad shit that's out there. Like I don't need to hear other people. I hear you. I you know, I don't completely need to, understand. I don't to, yeah. So and Chappelle's comedy is that? Is there something you just? I don't... used to watch the Chappelle show. Okay. I fucking loved the Chappelle show. Like Rick James. Rick oh, come Jane. on now. No, Classic. and then it went, and then it went off air. Remember he ran off to like Africa, didn't he? Yeah, do you know the whole story about that? No, I don't know. I this is why you need okay. Look, Chappelle, right? Yeah, I think he's one of one of the best, not only storytellers, but comedians of our generation. I don't think we're ever going to see someone like this again, right? And people, you know, they put Kevin Hart's name out there, that's a whole different kind of comedy. Uh, but Chappelle is like reminds me of Eddie Murphy when we were young, when I was young, Eddie Murphy was like the person, like, you you had to hide, you got to. Wait till everybody leaves to bring out his fucking videos. Yeah, yes, that's how how old I am. You know, I'm you know putting my age out there and put his video in a VCR and watch Eddie Murphy raw or delirious, right? And you and that was a shit you shouldn't touch. And this is what I feel just Chappelle is to this generation. Now, if you watch his, I I recommend you do that, right? I don't know if you're not a fan of comedy, but. <laughs> I'm, I don't know if you have a fun. I don't know if you have any personality. I don't like, know yes, if I you do. enjoy laughing or what? you know. I don't know if you enjoy stomach because it hurts from laughing so hard. I don't know oh, if you're yeah. that type of person. I, don't know, I know you have a great personality, <laughs> um, but there, there's gonna be a reason why you don't. I I recommend you watch his his standups on Netflix. You can even go back to the ones like Win Chappelle Show or even before. They're pretty good, but now. Him telling the story of what happened to him on Chappelle's show, why he left. Like, his shit is educational, man. And, and he exposes a lot of fucking shit that happens. It's, it's fucking great. It's terrible what happened to him, but it's to hear him say what he says is great. Now, I'm bringing Chappelle up for a reason now, too, because of what's going on because of this newer special. And it's still the backlash of what he's getting from his last special because... The whole transsexual stuff. The uh, how we what are you supposed to call? I'm sorry, I don't want to get canceled. What am I supposed to say here, Lindsay? How do I handle this? Transgender. Do we call them transgender? Trans persons? What? Do we have to worry about pronouns and yes, um, days? Like, what do we do? We don't want to get canceled after our first episode. How do we handle? I honestly, I don't know. I think it's I think transgender is okay. Is it okay? So I'm, I'm. I, I believe that's transsexual. Out of your mouth. I think transsexual is wrong. Okay. I know transsexual is wrong. I think it's transgender. Transgender. Like, so if you cancel me, uncancel me. Just I'm just trying or, to you know, you know what? educate us. That's what we need to know. Like exactly. If we're wrong, well, it's not me. Know, I'm just telling what I mean, Chappelle well, says, and he tells this story. You know, you got to go back to the first his first Netflix Netflix specials to get what's happening in this last one. Mm-hmm. Well, he tells the story about a transgender. Uh, person that he met in San Francisco who 
you know, because he says that the community hates him. They're always against him because he's always making jokes. And he said his like I like I love how he how he he explains it. And I feel he shouldn't have to, but he he's telling jokes. This is his art firm, and it's it's up to you how you interpret his art, right? He's an artist, and I love that. I love that, you know. Uh, and and some people take it the wrong way, and this is the backlash he's getting from this certain community, and. And, and and it sucks, man. But he, what he starts off with on that first special, and he ends up and he tells this story, that that he t- he tells the beginning of in that first special, and then he ends up with with this person, which leads spoiler alert. You haven't heard this, and this is to you for you too, Lindsay. The transgender person who he became close with and became a friend with because she was there to support his comedy because she understood it for what it was, mm-hmm. ended up killing herself. Uh. Because when they went after him, because of his last special, she defended him. Mm-hmm. And he's, you don't know this, because he's telling you this story in this lab. The closer is what I'm talking about, guys. Absolutely recommend. I, I fucking loved it. And it was terrible, the, the story he told us about, you know, his friend. I forgot. Uh, Daphne. Oh, I remember her name. Her name was Daphne. Was a man. Uh, you know, he, uh, what do you call it when they... Um, Transitioned so, to a transitioned woman. Transitioned into a woman, right? Uh, and he said, "You could tell. It's it's just you know some some most you can just tell." I'm not, I'm not trying to say anything bad. Please, don't take it that way. Um, and he grew he grew to to get to know this person. On, on there, they became really close friends. And when the community came after him, and she spoke out like, "Hey, he's just an artist. This is how this is him. He's a good person. I know him as a transgender person. I support him." Well, they got her and dragged her through the mud, right? And just four days of, of people lashing out at her on Twitter, Instagram, whatever social media. It was too much for her to handle, and she killed herself. And he's telling you this story, and when he when he lays that on you, when he says she killed herself for defending him, it hits you in a certain way. It hits you like... This is what we come to. This is the cancel culture. This is something that is so fucking terrible. It's so fucking terrible with this person. And all she did was defend her friend. And she was part of this community. And and to hear him say it. To hear him say it and, and hear the pain in his fucking voice. It's like our conversation the other, the other day, mm-hmm. Lindsay. You know? Yes. Mm-hmm. It was fucking sad, man. And you feel it, and then you're like, "Whoa!" And he educates you about this, about what happened, and, and and now they're coming after him because now he's getting like even more because of this story he tells. And oh, now he's blaming us, and it's not fair. He has some do no fuck that dude. I, I think he has every right to do that. He uh, he knew this person. He felt, and at you know at the end of it all, he makes a joke, and and it's all because he did it for her. He tells this joke that you know this. This person, she had a son, and when this, and he's now made a trust fund for the kid when he's of age. She's of age. Yeah, he had a daughter. She had a daughter. Sorry, he's he, Dave Chappelle himself is going to give her this money and say, "Hey, I knew your your uh, your father, and he was a wonderful woman." He tells that joke and it lands, you know, but he could tell that joke because he knew her on a personal level. Mm-hmm. And he said, people are going to look at me because of this joke and they're going to come after me. But Daphne 
would have laughed her fucking ass off. Yeah. No, she because that's the person she was. Right. I, so the whole coming after him because of him telling the story of a friend of someone he was close to, you guys are full of shit, man. Like, really? If you don't like his shit, don't listen to it, but don't cancel someone or try to. It's not going to work. With Chappelle, no, it's not going to fucking work, dude. You know, if you guys have been paying attention the last 20 years, nah, he's just different. He's built different. He ain't going to let something like this, a story that he told of a friend of his, you know, get flipped on him and and and, and people come after. No, fuck you guys. I'm sorry. That's how I feel about it. But I just thought it's something that the way this is going, it's just getting worse and worse. How, how do you feel about that, Lindsay? Um, I honestly, I, I haven't seen any of the, I don't know the, the show that you're talking about or the comedy special that you're talking about. I would probably need to like watch it and yeah, but going probably... off the story I told the story you told. Yes. That's, that's, that's between friends. But Thank again, you. I mean, you know, like you said, we were going back and forth with us and we have our own little stories that you're probably going to say and people are going to be like, what? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I get it. Like friends, that type of thing. Um, yes, you were friends, and it was a terrible thing that happened with them. Um, but <sighs> it looks um, like I, you think he's wrong. No, it's not that I think he's wrong. I just, I, I don't know how to say. Like, it was, it was a friendship. I get it. And yes, when you talk amongst friends, there's probably like. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. You think that's a there's a line there that he might have crossed? Yes, people are going to be offended. Yes. Okay. Everybody's going to be offended by something, no matter what you say. Out of what we've said here, just back and forth, people are, some people are going to be offended. They're right? going to get offended, yeah. Yes, there's always going to be something. Something that's always going to be offensive our, to and somebody. And our Kelly fan might come after us. Right, and I get it. But, I mean... With that friendship thing, that was just—I mean, he—it's he, not like he—I—I I don't know. I need to watch it. I need to watch it. I think I need to watch it before I actually have an actual opinion about it. I think I have you should. You know what? I have like I already know. Like I remember from Chappelle's show, like the yeah. shit he used yes. to do was fucking yes. wild. Like yes. yes. I mean, just even like my favorite movie is Half Baked. Like oh, that, I love, I you love that. You were talking about a cult classic, there, woman. My only friend. Like that, yes. I always say that all the time when I'm by myself. Come on like, now. Yes, that was that was I love, I love that shit. I just love that. I'm Cuban B. Ah, yes, Cuban B. Like, oh, yes, Cuban B. Just turn around and say you want a heifer with cheese. I'm right here. Like, I love that. I love that. Got the wrath of them nunchucks, yo. I love that. And then when the high, the other dude tells a whole story of he got on crack and you know, I I just lose it. I fucking lose it man like, I, love, God, I love that me. Movie. who's coming with me um i'll go with <laughs> who's you coming with yes, me, man? Jen. Jen's yes yes i love, and, I love uh, that you guys smoke what do you say i never thought i'd say this but you guys smoke entirely too much weed hilarious <laughs> i love it you know what part really gets me <laughs> like i laugh every i don't care if i've seen it a hundred fucking times it's at the end of now we're talking about this it's funny this, i love this at the end of the movie he tells his girlfriend i'm, I'm gonna stop smoking weed you know She's like, well, you look high. Are you high? Well, yeah, you know, me and the fellas, we had like a going away party kind of thing. But he brings out the joint. He's like, this is the last one. Let me just get. She's like, okay, go do your thing. <laughs> She's like, smoke me. 
He takes this fucking this joint to toss from the fucking. If you have not seen Half Baked, go watch it. God damn it. Anyway, he takes it. Okay. Spoiler alert. He takes this fucking last joint that he, he promises his girlfriend. This is it. This is the last one. I'm going to get rid of it right here. Go do your thing. He goes to throw this weed off this bridge and it starts talking to him. <laughs> Ty, yes. Come on. Yes. One more hit. And it's like this pretty lady. And he's like, no. She's watching. She's right there. She's, she's going to hear. She's going to hear. <laughs> the whole back and forth he has with this joint. Like, come on, one oh more hit. For the old times. I, I'm dead every single time it gets. And then he's like a, a, a fucking addict. He's like, okay, just one more. And he's lighting up. And then he's, he has his argument with this fucking joint. And he tosses it. Aside. God damn it, I lose my. Dave Chappelle's great. He's great. Yes. Yeah. Anyways. But, I mean, if, but again, like I already know. I can only imagine what he said because, like I said, I, yeah. know, I know Dave Chappelle like from before. Like my favorite <laughs> My favorite skit from Dave, one of my favorite skits from Dave Chappelle was, yeah. do you remember when he does that whole, like, real world type thing? Fuck yeah. And that girl Are you fucking that, kidding me, Tyrese? Oh when he stabbed God. the dad? Yes. And they're, like, banging the girlfriend and the boyfriend. Oh, my, oh my God. Oh, my God. Yes, that was so freaking good. Mad real world. What, uh, I forgot the comedian's name. But they got the right kid to play that, man, that. That whole, you know, that it's just one of the greatest skit shows I just, that we've ever seen. Yes, and then all the little things he would do with John Mayer. Like, John oh, yeah. Mayer, Love that was it was so odd. It was like, Love what? It. The whole, when yeah. they're finding out the whole music thing, and they're in a barbershop, and they're changing up tunes. Hilarious. <sighs> making fun of all our cultures. But he's just, yo, just little, just making fun yeah. of shit that we know. It's, we're, we make fun of it all the time. Yeah. Nothing wrong with it. No, Don't take shit too serious. But it's like it's just comedy. Like I said, I know I'm familiar with what he's done. Like I said, the only thing I've ever really watched, I believe, was um, was the Chappelle Show, and I love watch it. his specials on on on. Like, Netflix. I'll watch it, and then I mean, maybe I'll have an opinion. But like I said, like I didn't know anything about this. I don't. So I really, honestly, okay. I have. Good. We'll revisit this. How about that? Okay. We'll revisit this. Watch them if you have time, and when you get to, it doesn't have to be next week. It could take you a whole month. But I just, uh, I feel like I. I get it. Like, I get it. Like, everybody's going to be offensive. Exactly. And I can't, I, I, I feel like it's really, I really don't have in this situation, I just, because I'm not, I'm not a part of the community. I really feel like I don't have, I can't, not, I don't know. Like, I can't have an opinion. Or, you, you know what I mean? I hear you. I'm, it doesn't. It doesn't. Don't feel like you're forced to answer something to answer right. this. Right. But like I I'm saying, like, I mean, yeah, like, I, I do, I have family members who, you know, who are part of the Same. Um, LGBTQ. Yes. Is it LGBTQ? Yes. Is there another letter now? There's like uh, a W. I think there's a plus sign and maybe. God, a I minus. gotta educate myself with this. Please so don't I mean, yes, I. <laughs> but I do have, I do have, you know, family members, Amito, and and I get it. But like, I can't. I feel like I can't speak because I haven't, ex I haven't experienced anything, so I can't say like what he did was wrong or it wasn't offensive or whatever because I didn't. I'm not. I don't have that experience. Everything yeah. else, you know, anything else ask me that I've had experience with? Yes, I'll give my opinion. Like I said, with the military, but I give, you know, different things like that. Yes. I have experience with that. But this, I feel like I, I can't really say if it's offensive. No or not, worries. I'm not, no I'm worries. Not, I'm not part of that. I'm, no. I, I don't yeah. want to say I'm not part of it. Like, I didn't have, I don't have the experience to no, say. No, yeah, I hear you. Now, that, have this is something I want to ask the listeners, too. If, if you feel certain way about this is he wrong do you think he's okay he's just and what he's doing because he knew these the the person he's making the joke about 
like, how do you feel about it? You know, talk to us. You'll be able to reach us. You know, you can go to our, uh, our IG on the main on our on the raw live page and 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 say what you thought about what we on you know what we talked about on, either on that subject or or everything we talked about here on our first show. Um, but I think that's something we will definitely revisit because that we can get into that. And I think the first one you should start with if you're gonna go down there to check them out, Lindsay would be Sticks and Stones by Dave Chappelle. I think you start with that one and then you. Because that's where he really dives into the L, that the community. So the LGBT, the, I'm missing something Q, in there. Q. Q, right? I think there's another letter. LMNOP or some shit like that. Stop. Um, please, don't, I'm just joking. No, I'm but I, think, I do. I, do. Don't I, think added, I think not they, but I think another letter was added. What do you mean them people? What do you mean them people? Oh, my God. I, I heard what you say. said when you said what you said. Uh... No. Anyway, on that note, like I said, something we will revisit. I think we will close out with with that. Um, This was a lot of fun, and I look forward to continuing this. Lindsay, uh, how do you feel about this? Um, I feel good. (laughs) (laughs) You're not going to run off on me, right? Uh, This is like my first. Are you going to disappear on me? (laughs) You're going to be back, right? As long as you yes. answer that Skype call when it's ringing, we're good. Yes. We're good. Yes. So do me a favor. Let let people know where they can find you. Oh, gosh. Okay. Well, you can find me on IG um, uh, at lindsay.manuelito. It's L-I-N-D-S-A-Y dot M-A-N-U-E-L-I-T-O. God, I feel like when I like when I'm going to like <laughs> find you like at the bank or I know it's the, weird at the it's nurse, weird. you know, or whatever, and they're like, oh, and I gotta spell out my whole name, yeah, yeah, or at um, same on same still on IG at only my vodka is filtered. Oh, what what goes on there? Is that adult <laughs> content? What no, are we talking about? What's going on? Is that R rated? Is that like an OnlyFans thing? Oh, we have to pay no. to get into that. I wish my son. <laughs> My son, hey, when, you wish my, when my son, no, when it came out, when OnlyFans yeah. was a thing, they oh, specifically God. pulled me inside and said, Mom, you are not allowed to have an OnlyFans. And I'm like, first of all, you know how much bank I would make? Like, show your we'd feet. Be, we'd be out of here. And they'd show be like, feet. No, Mom, no. They I'm wouldn't like, know it's your feet. Fine. You know, we'll use my picture, your feet. How about that? <laughs> and the sky's the limit. Oh, God. Look at this face. Look at this face. This face, your feet were fucking in there. We're d- it's over. Millionaires, baby. We're oh, flying oh. to the moon. We'll be on that rocket ship with fucking what's the dude that makes the Teslas? We'll be on the ship with that shit. Anyways, uh, I just want to say I hope you enjoyed this episode. This is episode one. And if you did, we'd love to have you come back. And just remember, everyone, we're not strangers anymore. Thank you for listening. We are, we are definitely not strangers anymore. <laughs> Bad guys.
and we're done. <laughs> oh my god, I'm like freaking out. I know. Some of that stuff, I'm like, you're shit, fine. Can I say that? Like, oh, I can't god. see. Like, Why can't I see you? Because it's completely dark in here. I didn't turn on any lights before it went dark. For the you should have turned on lights. But let I was me. Like, yeah, go ahead. How? Turn on How am I gonna turn on lights? Holly, go turn on the light for me. Yeah, don't Hold you on. like clap or something? No. What about your ancestors? Can't they help with that? I told a joke and she didn't even hear it. <laughs> That's fine. 